Hey, it's Eric, and the Eric in the Morning podcast is brought to you by ComEd. As we spend more and more time at home, the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program has tips on ways to save. Visit comed.com forward slash home savings. Time now for uh, Hey, I Was Wondering. If we use your Hey, I Was Wondering, wondering you get one of those Eric in the Morning travel mugs, and we've got a lot of them to give out, so... Hopefully you're filling up our uh, DMs. You're texting us at 60123. We can keep track of that now. At least I hope somebody is. Uh, or you can email us anytime. All right. <laughs> uh, this comes to us from Mary, who says, I wonder if I'm a heartless bee. What? Why would, why would you be, Mary? Oh. Well, let me tell you. All right. Hey, Eric, I don't want to seem like a heartless bee because I do understand that we're going through challenging, difficult times, some more so than others. And my thoughts and prayers go out to all those people. That being said... Does every commercial that we hear and see have to state that we're going through challenging times? I mean, thank you, Captain Obvious. We all know that's happening around <laughs> us. And every time I hear, during these difficult times or through these challenging times, I just cringe. <laughs> it is possible to sell a product and focus on the good a company is doing without reminding us every 30 seconds what is happening. We get it. This is unprecedented. Got it. Now, let's just try to start to focus on the positive without starting each conversation with during these challenging times. Hmm. Does that make me a heartless bee? Just wondering. Thanks, Mary. Uh, we kind of addressed this issue earlier this week as right. I, uh, yeah. I went through a series of mock commercials. And they were really good. Uh, where uh, <laughs> products that uh, you would never think would be so concerned about challenging times are concerned with challenging times. Right, yeah. right. No, I know exactly what she's talking about. Yeah. I We, we are probably reaching... Uh, the point of uh, uh, the threshold, the uh, diminishing returns. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would love to know if these commercials like work for them. Yeah, you know, like well, whether I, or not I'm they s- see some kind of like whatever they're hoping to see. I'm certain that uh, they want to continue advertising, but don't want to appear insensitive That's because they're it. advertising. Right, it's a so fine line. You throw that in at the beginning to get the you know the free pass to you know to sell shoes. Yeah, yes. right, right, or whatever right. it might be. But hey, we all need shoes at all times, even unprecedented times. Sure, right. Same kind of goes for emails right now. If you're trying to get work done, everybody uh-huh. always writes in there like, "Hope you're staying safe, uh-huh. stay well." Right. I, just challenging times, but send me that file whenever, like right now. So do you think that <laughs> that bothers you and people? You wish, you wish they would stop wishing you well no i don't wish that but i started doing it i didn't do it at the beginning of the pandemic and now i'm like hope you're well hope everyone's safe stay safe stay inside maybe Um, change the uh delivery a little bit like hey got you got a fever was just thinking about a file you owe me you know like one of those (laughs) you got a fever hey you got a fever a little bit (laughs) yeah Yeah. Yeah. hey you know you got a fever no good for you Now you know, send me what like I that. need, yeah. please. Right. Uh, do you find, uh, Whip, that you're a little worn out on uh, during these challenging times commercials? Yeah, I always, uh, man, I don't want to sound insensitive myself, but I, I never like it when a brand tries to manipulate me that emotionally, even right. in normal times. Right. It always kind of just makes me like, this is not your role in my life. Stop it. Right. You know, right. And that's right. that's more how I feel now. Yeah. During these tough times. Right, right. When there seems to be nothing but despair. All you want to do is wake up in the morning and start your day like you used to. Pop-tarts. <laughs> like that? <laughs> like what that? What's so good about that is you throw out such unexpected 
buddies. Yeah. Discount tires. I, I do that. Levi's. I do it with my buddies, and they're always like, the best part is trying to predict what the product's going to be. Right. That's my favorite part. Do you know what, what the it, product is, is going to be when you start saying no, it? No, not when I start, but by about midway through, I feel like, all right, oh i got to come gosh. up with a product in my head. <laughs> and and there, there needs to be a line for that product. Uh, I've noticed that. Starting your day. Pop-Tarts. You, you know, said like that. something about slipping into, you know, being comfortable. And I was like, what is he doing? Levi's. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. And they say TV viewing is up. The uh, new time for us to watch TV is 2 in the morning. That's... <laughs> That's the new hot spot time. Yeah. So Jeez. all of uh, the uh, networks are like, all right, we got to roll out all of our new stuff at 2 a.m. That's when everybody's watching. That's oh, right. It is true. Uh, top three things. That's really not, they're really not rolling stuff out at 2 a.m., but you're right. Uh, top three <laughs> things you're watching at 2 a.m. What are they? Oh, I love this one. Hi, Rachel. Hi. Hi, I watch this one, too, over and over and over. Forensic Files. Forensic Files on the uh, Headline Network. Yeah. They finally put some new ones out, by that the way. That was my question. I know Forensic Files 2. It's so good. Is it good? I haven't seen Forensic Files 2. I've seen the old ones that uh, were obviously produced in the 70s. Right. Yeah. The, the actual voice guy on those old ones Dead. passed away, unfortunately, yeah. but uh, <laughs> there is a new person. Yep. Uh, 312-233-1019. Uh, tie it number three. Mike, what are you watching at uh, 2 a.m.? Beachfront Bargain Hunt. Beachfront Bargain oh, Hunt. I've actually seen that. Yeah, that's a good one. I've watched that, too. Look at you guys. Yeah. I never heard you of it. You guys sat around the middle of the night watching Beachfront Bargain Hunt over at Mike's house? Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's a very friendly guy. Yeah. Very inviting. What yes, is it, Mike, exactly? Yeah. What is the show? <laughs> it, it's uh, HGTV, and they, they search uh, bargain hunts on the beachfront houses. Huh? Pretty it. self-explanatory <laughs> in the Come title. On, kind of in the title. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, John. Hi there, John. Phone sounds good here on our end at number two. John? Uh, guys' grocery games on Food Network. Gross Guys' grocery games or just grocery games? No, Guy, guy Fury. Guy Fury. Oh, I thought it was just a bunch games. of guys. Oh, okay. <laughs> That'd be a good show, too. Gotcha. Gotcha. Grocery oh. games with Guy Fury at 1 o'clock in the morning. Why would you want to sleep? Not right. seriously. And finally, in at number one, it's an oldie. It's a classic. Everybody loves it. Lori is watching what in the middle of the night? Oh, my God. I'm watching Beverly Hills 90210. Ah, there it is right there. <laughs> Beverly nice. Hills 90210. Yeah. Are you, a, are you a team Brenda or team the other one? Kelly, Kelly, right? Oh, team Brenda all the way. Oh, look at that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like yourself some. Way. Are you more Jason Priestley or Luke Perry? Uh, Which one? Luke Perry. Jason Luke. Priestley is too goody. Yeah. yeah, he is too goody goody. Yeah, Luke yeah. Perry. Yeah. Right. Yeah, good memories, good times. Yeah. Uh, you know you, my, oh, sorry. Go ahead. My sister was named after Brenda from 90210. Oh, wow. What because, an honor. Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah. What an honor. Because my mom was learning English watching that, and she's like, oh, this looks like a nice character. I'm oh. like, she's not. Oh, thank you, Dylan. Uh, Lori, what are you doing? Uh, actually, I'm heading into work. I'm a nurse. Ah. Oh, well, thank you for thank what you. you do. Oh, yeah, Thank for you, sure. thank you, thank it's you. Nurses week. My pleasure. Yeah. Uh, how uh, have things been at the hospital where you're headed? Um, actually, not terrible at the moment. Um, our census is down as far as, like, COVID patients. So uh, I'm actually a neurosurgery nurse, so we're kind of trying to 
ramp up our procedures and oh, get yeah. our patients in for surgery. Yes. So yes. we're getting we're starting to get busy because we're trying to get our patients back in. I love you guys. Right. When I had my uh, spine surgery, it was a neurosurgeon who did it. A lot of neurosurgery nurses taking care of me. You're the best. Well, thank you. All right, thank you, Lori. Tantrum's out of control. Mom put together a book. The kid who stole the car to drive to California to get a Lamborghini actually got a ride in a Lamborghini, which <laughs> seems to reward bad behavior, but whatever. Uh, the most recent tantrum, either by your uh, toddler or your husband or wife, is what? 312-233-1019. Hi, Josh. Hi, guys. Uh, what happened? So I walked into the bathroom and I found my son with the uh, toilet plunger over his entire face. Cool. Oh, yeah, uh, oh uh, my God. No, you did perfect. Perfect. Yeah, what was he trying so, to do? I, 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 I'm not quite sure. He's trying to get to the bottom, apparently. Um, uh-huh. But right. once he... Uh, once I took it away from him, it was absolutely—it was World War Three. He was very upset at the right. fact that I wouldn't allow him to keep plunging his face. With right. <laughs> right, plunging your face, and there isn't enough sanitizer in the world oh. to clean that face, is there, Josh? No, okay. not even close, especially yeah. nowadays. Yep. Just let the sores start to appear. Yuck. Oh, hey, it's a, you know what are you gonna do? It's a plunger. Sores. Uh, hi, Mary. <laughs> hi. Hi. Uh, most recent tantrum. So, um. My kids were great when they were toddlers. They never threw tantrums. But yesterday, my 24-year-old um, asked me to help her make masks on our day off for her people that she works with. Right. So as we were sewing them, she picked, got up and left. And I said, where are you going? She goes, oh, I'm going to go play PlayStation with my friends. And I said, um, you just asked me to help you make these masks. And for 20 minutes, she went on a tirade of oh. telling me how what a horrible person I was. And that all she wanted to do was play with her friends because she doesn't get to see them because of the quarantine and just went on for 20 yeah. minutes screaming yeah, at we're me. we're all under a lot of pressure. <laughs> we're all under a lot of pressure that video games relieve. You, the least yeah. you can do is understand. Exactly. Yeah, now get back to my work. <laughs> oh. Get back to work. Happy Mother's Day. Mm, the most oh, recent tantrum, man. Anna. Hello? Hi. Hi. Yeah, my daughter's now 14, but when she was three, almost four, she got sick and tired of having a baby sister who was 18 months. That's the worst. I know. So she decided she she concocted a plan and decided to get rid of her 18-month-old sister by pushing her out the door. Oh, wow. I thought she was going to smother her with a plunger. (laughs) (laughs) My sister put me in a suitcase. Don't give her the ideas. Uh Pushed her out the door? (laughs) 40 degree weather and I was oh, you know God. trying to do the mom thing get ready to go to work right. I'm like hey why is the door open no reason she decided to go for a walk across the street yeah. and we had a search party couldn't find her okay. it was the dog that found her oh, oh, thank God for the pets family dog keeping the family together yes. I understand though Never being out. the only child does seem appealing at some point and you know you, you gotta come up with creative ways to get rid of the evidence of your uh, siblings yeah true <laughs> They're always around. I mean, you see it on Dateline all the time. Always. Hi, Krista. Uh, hi. hi uh, most recent my, tantrum. Yeah, yes. My four-year-old daughter a couple weeks ago when we had the huge snowstorm put on some high-heeled shoes, a tank top, and shorts and insisted uh, on going outside. We the same thing to work yesterday. <laughs> well, it was, it was Thursday, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> well, she, she ended up getting outside in that and tried making snow angels in barely enough, no clothes. And when she got... Um, when I, you know, when she got all cold, 
she started screaming and crying, and I'm like, well, there you have it. Right. And I wouldn't let her out. She made it through, and it right. was just trailed on her. Oh, you got your hands full with her. Wait till mm-hmm. she's 16 wearing nothing. Oh, beauty is pain. <laughs> Kristen Cavallari says she's divorcing uh, Jay Cutler because he's lazy and unmotivated. So Kristen Cavallari <laughs> and most of the Bears' offensive coordinators all agree. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Uh, Joanna Gaines admits it wasn't love at first sight with husband Chip Gaines. He came out a little strong, a little flashy, a little chatty, a little talky. Trying to impress her. Right. She's like, enough with the Ferraris and the really cool house flipping you're doing. I got it. 312-233-1019. Anybody listening who didn't like your spouse at first? Matthew? Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning. Happy Friday. Right at back, Right back at you. Yes, my wife did not like me when we first met. She thought I was very negative, and she she didn't care. Well, what for does it. she know? <laughs> exactly. Right. I wore her down. Right. Oh, I guess. <laughs> uh, they say that's the approach to most relationships that are successful. Just wear them down. For sure. <laughs> Just keep showing up. Just wear them down. Uh, so she thought you were uh, too negative. Uh, anything else she didn't like about you? Um, no, that was that was the main the main thing, and you know, over a period of time, you know, she, you know, when I, we went on our first date. <clears throat> she, you know, I leaned in, I leaned in for a kiss, and she says, "I just want to be friends." Oh, oh she friend. hit with the friend card. She friend zoned you. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's a pretty impressive that yeah. you still, you know, got her in the end. I so mean, to speak. Oh my God! What I mean. Name? No, 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 no. I mean, you got the relationship. Did you get her in the, the end, girl. Matthew? Oh, good Lord. I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry, Eric? Nothing. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, yeah, it's Melissa's <laughs> choice of words sometimes. Hey. Oh, yeah. God, I'm sorry. It's kind of their business, I think. Oh, good Lord. Hi, Janet. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> sorry, I'm freaking out. I didn't. Good oh, Lord. Uh, uh, Janet. Yes, uh, good morning. Didn't like your husband at first? No, uh, he was really good looking, and he asked me out. And then when I went out with him, he was such like a dud. Yeah, <laughs> a dud. So yeah, waited, that's nice. Yeah. yeah, we waited another year, and we went out again. And now we've been married for almost thirty nine years. Uh, oh. How uh, did he finally undud himself? <laughs> um, we went out with some other people to Great America when it was. Um, this was long, many, many years right. ago, like I said. Right. And uh, we went on the Ferris wheel ride, and, well, he leaned over, and, well, right. that was it. Right. Oh. He's wearing that really cool polo cologne. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> That'll God. do it every time. Smelling fresh. Right. Right. Said all the right things. Look at that. Uh, hi there, L. Hey. Hi. Uh, husband didn't like you, or you didn't like him? So, he probably didn't like me at first. Um the first time we hung out in kind of like a date-ish situation, mm-hmm. um, well, we were in school still. It was a long night of debauchery right. and whatnot right. and drinking, and I ended up getting so drunk I threw up on his shoes. Ah, throw up on his oh. shoes right out of the gate. Like, uh, but at this like point, you weren't over. even boyfriend-girlfriend. You were just a couple of people uh, drinking and shacking up by each other. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know how all the beautiful relationships start. That's right. Yeah, Those yeah. are the people that I are mean, always was... walking off in the sunset hand in hand down a beach. <laughs> I think that's beautiful. Aww. Thank you, all. I'm glad it worked out.
This is where it all began. The idea, the genesis of the idea of Violetta's Family Restaurant closing on Sunday. Yes, that's their last day this Sunday. Oh my gosh. After how many years in business? Two days. More, yeah, more than 35 years in business. My parents built this place from the ground up, and my whole family has worked there. And Sunday is the final day. Yes, Mother's So day. today is the day our featured restaurant that we're going to ask you to get involved with is Violetta's Family Restaurant. Oh, I love this. It means so much. Little Bucharest Bistro on North Elston in Chicago. Uh, tell us a little bit about, oh, we have your dad on hold too, Yeah, right? I think my dad's here, Bronco. Let's say uh, hello to your father. Hi, Bronco. Good morning, Ellie. Good, on, good morning, my dear Violetta. Hello. I'm, sh- I'm shocked you're up. I'm, this is a win. <laughs> yes. Not normally up this early. Small victories. Uh, Bronco, we were very sorry to hear about the closing coming on Sunday. We want to do a little bit for you, a little part, if we can, today, and have you be our featured restaurant of the day. Thank you. Thank you so much, and God bless you, folks. Little Bucharest Bistro. What uh, would you say, uh, Bronco, is uh, the dish that you've prepared over the past 35 years you're most proud of? What's your signature? Voilà. I don't. My lovely wife. Ah. It's a stuffed cabbage. Okay. Uh-huh. And goulash, baby. Goulash. <laughs> goulash, baby. Yeah, that's short rib goulash on uh, potato pasta gnocchi with green beans, pearl onions, and mm. all the fixings. Sounds good. You sound like you're coming right to our table to tell us the special of the day well, there, Violetta. <laughs> well, I did work there. My sister and I, my mom and dad, um, I, we've been there from day one. So, Bronco, when you opened Little Bucharest Bistro, what was your goal at the time? What was your vision? What kind of food or restaurant did you want to have? It was a vi- vision of uh, God bless America, land of opportunity. Ah. Land of opportunity, uh, yeah. Uh, That's nice. Obviously, yeah, obviously uh, 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 to have a, a beautiful a homemade uh, cooked food, uh, unlike a hamburger and a hot dog, where I had uh, a pizzeria before. Mm-hmm. But uh, yes, the vision it is uh, to make the food contemporary. Uh, obviously, many people doesn't know where some little countries in Europe it is on a map. Mm-hmm. But uh, we did uh, we did good from Ashland Avenue to to now on Elson Avenue when people were coming and. Uh, after two years, they say, hey, what's wrong with you? Do you remember? Well, remember what two years ago? <laughs> I got engaged in your restaurant. Oh, wow. Now I have uh, grandchildren. Yeah, or so many, so many other. Yeah, a lady's going to the label from the eating the beautiful stuffed cabbage in gulas. <laughs> and then they come back with their children. A so many memories. beautiful memories. Yes. Families coming there through the generations to Little Bucharest Bistro on North Elston in Chicago. Now, a Violetta, it's described here, and uh, maybe you can explain this mm-hmm. too, a stylish European bistro featuring Romanian-inspired fare. Yeah, I think uh, just Eastern Europe has so many distinct flavors. You know, the goulash, the schnitzel, the spatzel. Uh, we have this eggplant spread, which is so good. It's mm-hmm. kind of like a baba ganoush. comes with grilled pita bread and a Mediterranean salad on the side. Uh, I think it's just... Kind of our home recipes, but it incorporates so much of Europe and Eastern Europe, all those flavors in there. Um, and your mother is in the kitchen cooking all this. Yeah, my mom's there. She, uh, you know, is busting her butt in the heat there every day. Um, yeah. My dad's front of the house. And I think, like, you know, my parents obviously are, are proud of me and they tell me constantly. But I, Dad, want to tell you that I'm proud of you and everything you've done because... They've built so much and they've made so many memories and affected the neighborhoods that they've been in for so many years that sure. they're going out under different conditions. Right. You know what? What they right. weren't planning this necessarily. Yeah, and I, um, I think that this weekend is kind of a tribute to them and everything that they've done in the last 35 years. So thank you, Dad.
Let's make I love it. you. Oh, that's sweet. Love you, too. <sighs> so hard to be a man. Is oh, it? whatever. Definitely. The demands on us, the expectations, <laughs> the needs. How do we get through the day and do it, Whip? I don't know. I, Somebody again. give us a medal really? right now. Right now. I roll. Yeah. Somebody give us a medal because in a new uh-huh. survey, nearly half of men say they're doing most, if not all, of this at home. Only 3% of women agree. The other 97% have obviously been drinking a lot of wine (laughs) and have lost their perspective. Men claim they're doing the majority of this at home. What is it, Joe? Cooking. Cooking. No. No. Although probably that too. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Most men say they're doing this at home and we deserve a medal for it, Sharon. Homeschooling. Exactly right. Really? Yeah, we're doing all of it. What? Yeah, I didn't see that coming. Not many people Get realize, out. but men are doing most of the homeschooling, according to a new study of men. Well, I think oh, if you right. think about exactly it, yeah, it. like yeah. the general wit and wisdom that we provide just sure. all day, every sure. day, just by being, I mean, that's homeschooling yeah. in and of itself. Teachable moments, yeah. for sure. In Always. a crunch, you need your homeschooling done. We're your guy right here. Wow. Uh, how's it going, Sharon? Yeah, wow. Just wow. <laughs> <laughs> you seem like a cynic. Yeah. Sharon, not in the 3% of women who agree. Yeah. All right. In the latest morning consult poll asking 2,200 Americans about tasks when it comes to helping kids with their homeschooling, 45% of men with children under the age of 12 said, I'm doing all of it. 97% of women said, have you lost your freaking mind? <laughs> They're like, I got snack time and gym. Yeah, so yeah. Some, there's, a, there's a disconnect there somewhere. Right. I, I, I don't For know sure. what it could be, and it's I don't know why uh, why women won't just own up to it and just accept the truth that man, we're what? doing all the heavy lifting. Something oh, they're not yeah. getting. Sure. Probably. <laughs> also, as a follow-up to this, see how you feel about this. Another survey has found that millennial men pamper their dogs more than female dog owners. Oh. So men pamper their dogs more than women pamper their dogs. Yeah, stop doing yeah. that. Pamper your girlfriends. Mm. Yeah. I could kind of see that Can we leave this about one. the dogs, please? Sure. Please. Yeah. <laughs> see this a little bit. Uh, I can kind of understand that. That you do see? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Because you know? women are so busy, you know, doing all the other work. Taking care uh, of Not the, according you know to this. We're doing, we have to do all the schooling and take care of the dogs. We're not supermen. <laughs> The Eric in the Morning with Melissa and Whip podcast. Downloadable every weekday. This is 101.9 FM, The Mix, on the web at WTMX.com and via podcast.